Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you tired of investing your time and your energy into relationships that go nowhere and you know deep down the common denominator is you. You have awareness that whatever you're doing right now in relationships is not working, it's not serving you, and you are ready to take ownership of this area of your life and finally learn how to embody a securely attached, confident woman who can attract a great relationship. If that's you, I have a very special invitation I want to invite you to apply to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program. This is a program designed to help you no matter your attachment style, no matter your relationship past, it will help you move to secure attachment so that you can show up confident, you can communicate well, you can navigate any kind of conflict, and you can create that relationship that you've always wanted while simultaneously having high self-worth and high levels of self-love. If that's you and you know that in 2022, you are ready for a great relationship and you're committed to getting there, I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited, so go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self worth and great relationships. It's your host, Dr. Morgan, coming to you live from my childhood bedroom in Montana. How many of you know that as soon as you get into your childhood bedroom, you're immediately flooded with all of the memories, right? Like I'm in here and I remember my teenage angst and all of the black band t-shirts that I wore. I was definitely kind of like the emo chick in high school. Also into sports though, basically was just friends with everybody. But anyways, I have my freaking letterman jacket. I lettered in track. That's still in my closet. I have this uh, box that I've propped my laptop up, up on is all band stickers. And the bands are The Matches, Rancid, Motion City Soundtrack, My Chemical Romance, And there are Vans stickers, and there's also a Warped Tour 2005 sticker. How many of you know what I'm talking about? How many of you went to Warped Tour? Oh my goodness. 
what a time high school was, right? Like, wow. Uh, I could go on and on about this. And we could do a whole podcast episode on how being in old environments and being around your family and past relationships, how that can actually cause you to go back to, aka regress, to an earlier version of yourself and how when we're in our old environments, we have to be extra intentional and incredibly mindful of how we're showing up so that we don't slip into old ways of being that we're very comfortable in those old environments. So that could be a whole other episode, but let's get into today. I'm actually really excited about this episode today. I was taking a walk and this came to me. I was like, I need to talk about these things. There are three ingredients for a great relationship that I want to talk about today. There's there's so many, but these three really stood out to me in terms of maintaining a great relationship, right? I think a lot of us say, well, yeah, of course, anybody can be in a relationship. You can attract a relationship. It's actually not that hard, right, to get into a relationship, Um, the real work, the real growth edge is being able to maintain a healthy long-term relationship that gets better over time, that is securely attached, right? And I always tell people, I'm not in the, like, my purpose is not to help people have okay relationships. That's why I specifically say, high self-worth, and great relationships, right? I'm here to help you have a great relationship. This is not, oh yeah, here to help you have okay relationships. No, we're here for great relationships and that requires intentionality, requires healing. And these three ingredients I'm gonna talk about today are also required. So let's get into it. Side note, my niece and nephew who are five and three are running around the house. It literally, have you ever been in an apartment where you have an upstairs, an upstairs neighbor and you're like, okay, do elephants live upstairs? That's what it sounds like. So I'm doing my best to tune them out and thank God I have a good mic. So it's not going to pick up the sound, but y'all, it sounds like elephants above me right now. That's my niece and nephew running around. Um, let's do this. The three ingredients. Number one is reassurance. And I see so many of you on social media or even my past podcast episodes on reassurance. You really appreciate that topic. I I don't think it's talked about enough. So what is reassurance? Let's just, let's just pause. What, what is it? Reassurance is Basically, whatever is needed to reaffirm and strengthen a secure attachment. And it can be so many different things, but it's any behaviors, any words, ways of being, right, that when offered help soothe any relationship anxiety or relationship distress 
and they help strengthen the secure attachment. They help strengthen the relationship bond. And when a relationship is going to last over time, it's going to be a long-term relationship. What's needed is a healthy amount of reassurance. And usually what we see is a lot more reassurance in the beginning of a relationship, right? It makes sense. It's new. We, we need that reassurance to know that, okay, we're both investing. We both want this to go somewhere. That's why we talk about the DTR to find the relationship talk early on in the relationship. We need that reassurance, right? So this is so key to a long-term relationship that you have that and particularly that you have it in the beginning, but also that you have it in the really hard times or times where you're not connecting any moments in the relationship where there's uncertainty about the connection. Maybe it's just one of you got a new job and you're working 60 hours a week and you've interrupted your date night. You're not getting the same time together that you used to get, right? That's an example of when reassurance is needed. So one of the things that would prevent you from having a long-term relationship or being able to maintain a relationship is when people cannot adequately provide reassurance. I'm sure those of you listening right now, you know, there's times when you really needed it and it wasn't there. And maybe that's what led to the resentment and the eventual downfall of your relationship, right? Like this is so key that we have this in a relationship. So another thing to think about is when reassurance is taken too far. Like we've We talk about anxious attachment and also when, when, when healthy reassurance isn't like, how, how can I explain this better? Okay. When there's reassurance, but it's not actually received, this is what anxiously attached folks get, get into where there is reassurance, but their brain doesn't even allow them to accept it or receive it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Like you have someone who says, I like you. I'm invested in this relationship. I want to grow with you. I really want to get to know you. Meanwhile, your brain is going, liar, liar, liar. <laughs> like sometimes there is reassurance, but it's as if it doesn't exist if your brain is not letting you accept it, right? And I would say avoidantly attached folks can also fall into this. So Secure attachment is where we have reassurance and we accept it and and both of us can feel into it and both people provide reassurance. It's not just one, both people, right? So reassurance, an essential, essential, essential ingredient for healthy long-term relationships. And this can be as simple as, I just want to give you some examples, as simple as holding hands when one of you has had a really tough day, right? And then your partner says, hey, I'm here for you. And I know you're going to get through this. Reassurance. So it can also come in the form of helping soothe your partner's emotions because then your brain is going, oh, I can depend on this person as a mate, right? Like let's go to 
the evolutionary psychology and how that applies to attachment theory is that we needed to know that the person was going to be there, that we could depend on them for support. And that's what allows us to invest further in the relationship, right? So um, it's as simple as they're being supportive and they're present and they're tuned in. Um, other examples of reassurance is, let's say there's a lot of distance, right? In today's world, one of you is off to Europe with their friends for three weeks. Guys trip to Europe three weeks and you've been dating this person for six months. There's a scenario. How many of you are like, oh no, right? But let's say that that's happening and you're coming from a securely attached place and you want this person to go live their best life. You would have to say, well, what kind of reassurance is needed to protect and strengthen our secure attachment? Like, what does that kind of reassurance even look like? You know, so it could be, okay, we talk, we FaceTime once a week, and this is when we're going to do it. You send me a postcard from every city, like come up with something together, like brainstorm. That's example of secure attachment and reassurance that's happening to support it. Okay, I want to move on. Reassurance, very important. But number two The second ingredient to this healthy relationship pizza, I'm calling it a pizza, um, is engagement. Engagement. What do I mean by that? This this one's a little bit, I'm going to make it specific to attachment styles, okay? Um, Engagement. With secure attachment, this means you are tuned into your partner and you're tuned into yourself. You are engaged in the relationship and you're engaged with yourself, right? So we think about anxious attachment. You're so tuned in. You're overly tuned into the relationship. You're not tuned into yourself. Avoidant attachment. You've learned to only tune into yourself and you really struggle to tune into the relationship. Secure attachment. You are engaged with understanding your needs and you're also engaged in the relationship. The big key thing I want to say about engagement is you choose to show up even when it's hard. So this is a great relationship, right? Like I said, not an okay relationship. We're not here to have a mediocre relationship. We're talking about a great relationship means you show up when it is hard. When you want to completely disengage, you decide to engage. And of course, in a healthy way, right? Like I'm not saying um, when you are completely emotionally dysregulated. No, but you have the tough conversations. When we're securely attached and we care about our partner and we care about ourselves, we have the tough conversations. We set the boundaries we need to set. We communicate our needs. We communicate our feelings. We are engaged with it, right? To me, this is like you have a relationship with your relationship. You are aware of what is going on with the relationship and what is going on with yourself. I do see this being a huge factor in long-term relationships, right? Think about it. 
you're five years in, you're seven years in. As psychologists, we always know there's like the seven-year crisis, right? It's like, for whatever reason, it's seven years, the seven-year itch. There's this idea that that's when relationships decline. And there's actually research to back this up. And why is that? Well, maybe people are not as engaged as they once were, right? And I think one of the most amazing things about a securely attached great relationship is, remember I said this, you are also engaged with yourself. You also know about the relationship with yourself and what it is that you need. And you're engaged with your partner and your relationship, right? So engagement, engagement, deciding to show up even when you don't want to, A lot of times when I've worked with couples who've been together for 15 years, who've been together 10, 20, 30, 40 years, what happened is at some point there was a wound, there was a wounding that occurred. And instead of repairing, they never repaired and a lot of resentment built and with resentment, distance came and they became completely disengaged in each other and in the relationship. So that's why engagement, showing up, being present, working through the hard times, that's a key ingredient to a long-term relationship. All right, y'all ready for ingredient number three? This is important and it's talked about a lot, but I want to make sure that I talk about it in a way that you can go apply because I hate when it's just like, let's talk about this thing, but there's no way to actually apply it. So I'm going to help you apply it. Okay. Boundaries. You might've guessed that was coming, but for a great relationship that lasts a long time, we need boundaries. You've heard me talk about this before, but boundaries are the guardrails. Boundaries are the guardrails. And we need them to keep us on track. So when we say boundaries are so important for a long-term great relationship, this means you have to know what your boundaries are. So it goes back to that engagement piece. You have to be engaged in that relationship with yourself because you have to know what your boundaries are in order to set them right? If you're not engaged with yourself, you won't know what boundaries to set. So I I always think about this, that sometimes our relationships go downhill because we lost the relationship with ourself. And that's not always the other person's fault, right? Like it can actually be on us that we completely disconnected from ourselves. We don't even know what our own boundaries are. We can't set them. And then we say, yes, I've lost myself in the relationship. And that's a form of codependency. And the thing is, if you don't heal that pattern, if you don't heal the tendency to be codependent, you will just take that into every relationship you are in. Yes, I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I can tell you that that's what happens, that it's actually not the relationship that it's you, right? Like you're the common denominator. So knowing how to tune into your boundaries and how to set them 
is a complete game changer for maintaining long-term relationships. This also goes into my um, talk that I did uh, I don't know how many episodes. At this point, I do so many episodes, I don't know where it's at, but I'm sure you can search it. I talked about desire and secure attachment, and Esther Perel does beautiful work on this. She says, desire needs a bridge to cross. If we are maintaining desire, right, we're keeping our relationships hot, spicy, you know, you want the other person, we need distance. We need separation. Couples who become codependent and they merge and they become confluent, to use a psych term there, um, they lose the desire, right? And that's another thing that could play into that seven-year itch. Um, You have to have boundaries in order to give desire a bridge to cross. So there's so many reasons why, right? Like, we are preventing against resentment. We're making sure that we don't lose the relationship with ourselves, And we're making sure that desire has a bridge to cross. So important. And then here's what I want to give you that you can go apply today. If you do not know what your boundaries are, you are struggling with self-trust. And I just want to give you so much love and so much compassion. I've been there. I know what that's like. It's a painful way to live. And I want to give you something you can go do to just start building your self-trust today. And I call this the how am I feeling check-in. Great title, right? But literally, that's what I've called it is just how am I feeling? And what you would do is set a timer on your phone three times a day. You'd probably want to have it go off morning, sometime during the day and at night. And you would just want to ask yourself these simple questions. Number one, how am I feeling? Like what is really going on? What are my emotions? What is it that I need to feel better supported? How am I feeling? What is it that I need to feel better supported? So you're reestablishing your relationship with your inner experience, your inner guidance system. You're reconnecting yourself with that. And then from that knowledge, your boundaries will start to become clear. There's other factors in setting boundaries too um, that really, really depend on you healing your self-worth. I always, I love to tell people this, that, hey, you actually don't have to know all of the like, oh, this is how you set boundaries and da, da, da. Nope. What you really need is to heal your self-worth and then boundaries are a natural side effect of having high self-worth. Let me say it again. Boundaries are a natural side effect of having high self-worth. Amen. Okay. Um, Does it help to have some scripts and practice and intentionally think about boundaries? Yes, it does. However, they're not going to be as powerful and you're not going to be able to maintain them unless you've done that core work to really heal your self-worth. So it's so much better to take an inside out approach, just like everything in life. So much better to go to the root and do that work on yourself to heal yourself. I wasn't planning on talking about the program, although 
hey, I'm so passionate about it. I talk about it all the time. So I want to help as many people as possible. But this is a great spot to mention that, hey, if you really do want to do the internal work, you're ready for these three ingredients to come to you naturally. You're done in the situationships and the guys that randomly pop up every couple of months and people where it's like, oh, you know, we would have a relationship, but insert lame excuse. Like you're done with that and you're really ready to build a great relationship first and foremost with yourself. And then of course, with a wonderful partner, right? Like if that's you, then I do just want to call you up right now and invite you. This is the time to apply to the Empowered Secure Love program. It's a wonderful time to join the program because we have a ton of bonuses. It's just a ton of value. And we've helped hundreds of women at this point. We're really good at what we do. We get great results. And for me, I love when I get the messages about clients getting engaged or, wow, I met this great person. And those are awesome. And then the things I also love the most is when they say, I have so much confidence. I love who I am. I feel amazing. I cannot believe how great my life is. So yes, it's about attracting an incredible partner and and you have everything in the program that helps you do that. And it's about you healing your self-worth and really stepping into that version of you that you deserve to be. So this is a great time to join. If you've been on the fence, do it now, please. Um, You definitely don't want to miss out on all the value that we have right now. All right, let's review the three ingredients. Who's got them? I'm sure my note takers here are like, I know. The three ingredients are reassurance, engagement, and boundaries. I hope no matter where you are in your dating journey that this really gave you some food for thought. If you're in a relationship, if you're single, right? If you are not even dating right now, but you know you want to in the future, I think this episode is going to give you a lot to think about when it comes to what goes into a great relationship. Who do I have to become, right? That's the question we need to ask, not where can I find a great partner? Who do I have to become in order to attract a great relationship. All right, y'all, you know, I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships, not mediocre ones, great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce, And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. 
So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.